If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. There is no problem. Now on Vodafone Cash, you can pay all merchants on all networks. Easy peasy. And you're straight. And you're direct. And you're sharp. From your Vodafone Cash wallet to any merchant's number on other networks. So whether you are buying provisions or fuel, medication or food, whatever the service or need, just pay conveniently from Vodafone Cash to any merchant's number. Simply dial star 110 hash to make payment to merchants on other networks today. Vodafone. I've got belt back and I won't let go. My name is Nanama McBrown. Many people think I get what I want anytime because I am popular. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is because me and Kasano, I like the best. And when I find it, I stick to it. I have found Bell Pack T-Row and I'm stuck with it. It is soft but not weak, strong but not hard. It is just perfect. Bell Pack T-Row is smooth and gentle on the skin. Same as Bell Pack Kitchen Towel. It cleans in one wipe. You can soak, squeeze, and clean again. One Bell Packaging Towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. Say pocket tissue, table napkins, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. Bell Pack just perfect. To be a Bell Pack distributor, call 055-114-4400. Another quality product from Bell Aqua. Wouldn't you prefer an apartment hotel? One that offers the utmost convenience of a boutique hotel while offering the idyllic comfort of your own private home. Oasis Park Residences offers luxury studios, one, two and three bedrooms both for short and long-term rental at competitive rates. Our Sky Swimming Pool Gourmet Outdoor Restaurant and a fully equipped gym rest on a breathtaking rooftop with panoramic views of the city 
Oasis Park Residences, located at Shiashi Tetekwashi, 10 minutes from the International Airport, is the ideal place for all your accommodation needs. Why don't you give us a call on 020-4343-009 or visit our website at oasisparkresidences.com to make your reservations. Oasis Park Residences, more than a home. This Father's Day, show love and appreciation to your father with Woody's variety of specially designed shirts. Get your father exquisite styled shirts from any Woodin retail shop nationwide and receive a lovely gift to make the occasion more memorable. Terms and conditions apply. Offer available while stocks last. Woodin, Le Createur. news night tonight. Political gridlock in Asin North as MPP finally elects its parliamentary candidate and the NDC launches its campaign in a bid to hold on to the seat they won in 2020. And we are going to conduct an effective campaign, an election winning campaign. And let me repeat, we are going to win these elections. We are going to snatch this seat from the NDC. We tell you about the NDC's mammoth march into the constituency with its 2020 vice presidential candidate, Professor Jane Nano Pokwajiman, leading party bigwigs. Plus, why the Electoral Commission is challenging the NDC to produce evidence suggesting that they are colluding with the MPP to rig the polls. AI. Those against say no. The eyes have it. The motion is adopted and the House has accordingly given prior approval to the appointment of the nominee to the position of a Chief Justice. Also tonight, Minority Chief Whip stirs controversy in Parliament as he charges newly approved Chief Justice Getro Tokonu to be better at justice delivery than his predecessor, Enin Yeboah. I am hopeful, Mr. Speaker, that she will be a better Chief Justice than the person she's taking over from. Why do I say this, Mr. Speaker? Under the reign of the outgoing Chief Justice, the level of miscarriage of justice in this country reached a crescendo and must never be repeated. We have details of the spirited debate in Parliament that preceded the approval of the President's nominee. The Supreme Court is not above the criticisms of the Parliament of Ghana. And judges always welcome criticism of their judgment. But when we are critiquing, we will critique the judgment with law, facts, with alternative argument. And then we get to hear from the incoming Chief Justice herself, Getru Tokonu, is worried about what she says is the attrition rate of the great and good from the Supreme Court this year. I personally cannot help but feel almost orphaned by the situation. The attrition rate of the great and good from the Supreme Court this year leaves us all with great sadness. And in business, bulk oil distributors give more positive outlook for fuel prices at the pumps in the coming weeks. In sports, former Western Regional FA chairman Kojoyanka accuses GFA president Keto Kriku of destroying the unity within the Ghanaian football community. And then we get to focus on our Clean Ghana campaign today and officials of the Neopian station faces possible charges of violating environmental rules after the team discovered an illegal connection of waste from the station directly into the Koli Lagoon. And then it's time for the National Science and Mass Quiz. <laughs> Unbreakable Methodist SHTS defeats Drobo SHS to make a debut appearance at the national stage. But somebody would argue that um, given your performance, you had 16. If, if, if we have won with two points, Krana, we still win the. We are going. We are going. 
Okay, and that's and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Do you want to join us with your thoughts and comments? Is via WhatsApp 055 We're live on Twitter Spaces. We're on Facebook, myjoyonline.com, and a number of affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. Please do stay with us. I am MFA Apau, and I'm here with Evan Spencer. And there is political gridlock tonight in Asin North, where there is a flurry of political activity with the NPP electing its parliamentary candidate today in the primary and the NDC going ahead to launch its campaign. So the governing New Patriotic Party a few hours ago, like you said, elected Charles Opoku as the parliamentary candidate to face off with NDC's James Dachikwesin on June 27. So Charles Opoku uh, secured 397 votes to beat his main contender Freeman Che, who managed 136 votes. Well, the leadership of the NPP say the end of the primary signals the beginning of aggressive campaigning aimed at winning that by-election. Henry Nanabuachi, we call him Nanabi, is the national organizer of the MPP. Today happens to be the elections day. We are happy with the level of cooperation from the polling station executives, constituents executives, also the level of cooperation from the electoral commission and the uh, security agencies. That is the Ghana police. We are happy with the level of cooperation. What is apparent is that there are two people contesting and we are very hopeful that anyone who through this process will emerge victorious is going to be the NDC candidate hands down. So we are happy with the two men who picked up nominations and we are waiting for the outcome so that we will launch and then wage an effective and a strong campaign to snatch the seat from the NDC. Now, only one person will emerge victorious as your candidate to face off with the NDC's James Jachukwesen. What are you telling your supporters? Because we know that, and you have told us consistently, that in 2020, there was some division among you. That is why James Jachukwesen won. True? Yes, it's true. Yes. I mean, if you critically analyze the 2020 elections, you will recall that His Excellency the President won the elections unfortunately we lost if you zero in specifically on asin breku asin breku has 13 polling stations out of the 13 polling stations his excellency the president won 12 then mr Quaison also won 12. clearly you could see that there was skirt and blouse issues here yes we had some internal problems I can tell you that we have addressed all of these internal problems. We are going through this process peacefully and all of us will unite behind the person who will win and we are going to conduct an effective campaign, an election winning campaign. And let me repeat, we are going to win these elections. We are going to snatch this seat from the NDC. Let me bring in our man on the ground, Richard Kujunyaku, is live from Asin North. Um, well, Richard, let's first run through the results of this um, just-ended primaries. Well, so uh, Charles Opoku, as we earlier heard, um, secured 397 votes as against uh, Fremantle, who secured 136. In fact, the election was smooth sailing and there was no untoward action. But after the election, uh, the might to the principal speech of Asana Konforo, uh, Konferi, through to Asin Breku, where um, major construction works are ongoing. There's an astrotev, uh, the road, all the major roads within the town, they are being given space lifts. But that is not all. Now the MPP has launched, the, uh, launched a campaign. Officially, they've begun the campaign led by the general secretary of the party. On the other hand, we see the NDC also, I mean, I mean, also campaigning. And that campaign, that charge is being led by the 2020 running mate of the party, Professor Jane Nano Pukwajman, and then the candidate of the NDC himself, James Jackson Quasin. So there are two aggressive campaigns that are running concurrently. 
in the constituency. Currently, the NDC campaign is at Asimbreku. From here, uh, a few minutes from now, they will be at Asimbreku, and they are not leaving anything to chance. They say that the seat belongs to them, and they must win, must win and win at all costs. So two major crucial campaigns launched in Nassim North, and I'm sure that you've been interacting uh, with residents in particular. I'm curious, what exactly have they been telling you about this? How are they well, taking so, it in? Well, so the residents have been expressing joy and surprise at the same time. Joy for the fact that the development, major development, development that sort some years ago, now they are back at it and they are working on these construction. Where if you look at the 32-kilometer 30, uh, road, it's been asphalted. It's very nice to drive on. There are also inner town roads within uh, the big uh, towns within the Ascent North constituency. For that, they are very grateful. But there are others that are also surprised at the speed of life with which these constructions are ongoing and many attribute them to the by-election. But some have also been very quick, quick to rebut that well, when there is a wedding or when there is a ceremony coming to your house, you make preparations. And that is why... Um, the, the uh, constructions and the works are ongoing. And so it's been very, very hectic here and it's been very, very serious as far as the campaigns are concerned. Jane Nano Poku leading the side of the NDC. Really, what is the message that she's been giving uh, to residents as to why they should maintain uh, James Jachikwesi? One, she says that they should ignore, um, they should brush aside all the major development they see now because they are geared towards the uh, elections. To, he says that the NDC is the only party that can uh, secure the future of this constituency because they left them for about two years. There was nothing happening in the constituency. So it is not for this by-election that they will come um, trooping into the constituency, promising them that they will do A, B, C, D. And he, she said that they hear that the president will be there to commission some projects and all of that. She basically asked them to brush them aside and then focus on James Jackson and then vote for him. James Jassikwesin, on the other hand, other hand, has also been uh, commenting on that. He's been also been interacting with the people. He says that they say that a vote for him means that he will go to jail after he's been elected. And he's charging them to elect him. And no one would dare arrest him because if they want to arrest him, he's a free man. He's walking about in this country and they should dare arrest him. So there is nothing that is changing him. And so the people should ignore every propaganda against him and then go ahead to vote for him. Well, briefly, Richard, Richard, before I let you off, um, the issue about Charles Opoku, with all the controversy, he's been elected as the parliamentary candidate for the NPP. I bet you've been trying to get a word or two from him um, after this, uh, you know, win, convincing win, I should add, 397 votes. What has he been saying? He's rallying the support of all of them. He says that he comes from the, the constituency precisely, and you know, uh, the twist and change here, um, the NDC's candidate, Jim Jachikwesi, comes from Asenbreku. That is the biggest town. It has 13 polling stations. In the 2020 elections, the- Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. NBC, the MPPs, uh, flag bearers, if you are straight, uh, 12 out of the 13, but um, the, the candidates lost. And so that is why they are saying that they needed someone who also comes from Asimbriku, and that is Charles Opoku. Charles Opoku, they say, has been working in the constituency for a very long time. He owns an NGO and has been embarking on various developmental projects. So they said that, well, it was only voting that he couldn't vote. But he comes from there, he's resided there, and he fulfills all the requirements according to the Constitution. That's my colleague Richard Kujonyako there reporting live from Asin North. Let me bring in the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, oh, Mustafa Gbande. We also have on the other line uh, the National Organizer of the NPP, Henry Nanabwachi Nanabi. We're told they've all relocated uh, to the Asin North area. Mustafa Gbande, thank you so much uh, for joining us, as well as Nanabi. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Newsnight. So, Mustafa, let me first find out from you, now that you know who you're opponent in terms of the candidates for the NPPs, in spite of all the concerns that you've raised, will it be operation maintain or snatch? <laughs> I think that clearly um, our brothers are on a borrowing popularity spree because um, they've realized that there's no way they can win the seat from the NDC. And so the best that they can is to go and look for someone who is not a voter in that constituency uh, to boost their popularity. You know, I mean, I think not now, and I pass on the major road and an actual tech project that have been completed. All other projects are projects that have been abandoned for some time, and government now revisiting those projects. They are called by-election projects. They are not genuine developmental agenda projects. And so the people have also realized that clearly there is a government that is trooping into their communities because of by-election. And so one, they will vote against the MPP to maintain justice in favor of the equation. Two, they will vote for someone they know and trust, someone who have allegiance with them, someone they've lived with. Don't forget that Nanabi said last, the last time that the equation have been in uh, Canada for... Uh, uh, for 40 years. That's not true. He's been, he's been with the people. They voted for him as their MP. Government is using its machinery to try and get him out of parliament. And so we are telling the people that their vote is not only for the NDC and the equation. It is also to have an effective work on parliament. It will reflect on the work of parliament because their, their vote will maintain the status quo as far as the hung parliament is concerned to check the conduct of government. That is what we are telling the people. So it is operation maintained. Okay. Well, let me bring in Nanabi on this. Nanabi, so we've heard at least my colleague tell me about the number of projects, massive projects that have been undertaking in Asin North. So uh, is that the strategy? Borrowed popularity spree and by-election projects? Is that how we are doing this operation snatch? Um, <clears throat> thank you very much. I mean, um, and good evening to your cherished uh, listeners and good evening to my brother, Mustafa Aswa. Uh, first of all, let me address just three quick issues. The gentleman we have just elected as our parliamentary candidate, he is a true, true indigen. He, is, he does not possess dual citizenship. He was born and bred in Asin Buruku. He went to school here. He has his NGO offices here. He has a house here, unlike Mr. Jetukwesi. Mr. Kwesin stayed in abroad for 41 years. But that's if not my brother Mustafa doesn't know, but, but, he stayed in, in, in Canada for 41 years. He Nana, doesn't have Nanabi, any touch with them. Nanabi, briefly, you've yes. added all his um, track record when it comes to... Uh, no, 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 no. no it would be unfair for you okay. to just cut me when he's mentioned some of these things. He, he also mentioned the fact that we are trying to get Mr. Kwesin out 
of parliament. That is that is an absurdity. Look, General MP, NDC MP, he went to court. Similar issues. The court said that, you know what, go ahead, do your work. And then they jubilated. The same court is saying that Jechukwesin doesn't possess that requisite documentation to be in parliament. And then you are saying that it is the MPP in cohort with the court. I mean, this attempt to always malign and bastardize the court is quite unfortunate. And that is their campaign message here. And that is why we need to bring it to the attention of Ghanaians. Again, on the issue of the project, mm-hmm. these are projects that are not two days, three days, a week project. When you consider the 32 kilometer road ride from Praso to Asampanaye to Bretiakum to Briku to Nyaso to Akonfode, these are roads that started years ago. But they were abandoned. Today, they, they were abandoned. No, no, not at all. All of a sudden, I have, I have, it's been I have used this road consistently. Okay. They, they have never been abandoned. Consistently, they have been on this work right somewhere from uh, the year 2020. It can never be said that that's for that. Go to um, Asimfusu now. Beautiful. If you step, if you have been to Asimfusu now and you come here today, you may, you may, you may even lose. You may, you are, you are going to. So it cannot be said that these projects are fortnight projects and these projects are by election projects. Not okay. at all. So these projects are projects targeted at consciously developing Asimfusu. Of- Look, when you consider education, you consider market, you consider sanitation, you consider health. We have closed about 120 projects. Agenda 111. It's such a beautiful project coming up here in Asenor. In okay. They have a beautiful astrotep now. So it can never be said that these are um, 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 by-election so, so this is not a borrowed popularity spree for the NPP. And I must add, did you elect a candidate in whom the parties were pleased? No. I mean, then again, this argument is also flawed. Look, you have somebody like a certain MP, NDC MP, Sofia Kyokun, who moved away from Obum Domiabra to, I think, Wakankri or Ayawasu. You have Baba Jama moving away from um, um, Akwetia all the way to Ayawasu. And then you have your own Akwetia Mankwa, who was a voter in Ayawasu, West Wagon, who came all the way. He sponsored this gentleman all the way to Kumewu, and he was not a voter there. So that argument is against fraud. What the Constitution requires is that you are a registered voter, you are a Ghanaian of 21 years, and you do not hold any allegiance other than Ghana. And that is why they qualify. Unlike Mr. Kuisin, mm-hmm. who, who has been lawless, right, as a lawmaker, or somebody who is seeking to be a lawmaker. He's been a lawless lawmaker. Okay. So, so the, the fact I, of the matter is I was is actually that asking if the party is happy, the candidates that you have We are extremely today. happy. You know what? They mm-hmm. are panicking. Okay. You know how they started writing letters citing the names of uh, uh, Charles Opoku even before he was elected. Okay. They, were, they were having bad dreams. They were having nightmares. Even before he was elected, they started writing letters saying that we plan transferring his votes from a particular constituency to ascend off. Okay. Even before he got elected. We are so grateful. We'll have to leave them, it here. Thank you so much. Uh, we have to leave it here, gentlemen. And uh, it looks like the fierce politicking is on, Evans. And your election headquarters is there all over it for you. <laughs> and we're bringing it No, but, but of course, um, Richard Kujunyaku is on the ground now. Exactly. And with our team of reporters covering this. Because today was one of the days we couldn't have missed, of course, because of the uh, flow of activity. But also just gauging what is going to happen going into the by-election on the 27th of June. But as we've been talking about this, you know that the NDC has been engaged in this tussle with the Electoral Commission uh, ahead of the polls. And the subject of Charles Opoku, who had just been elected Came up. as the MPP's uh, parliamentary candidate, had, had really had been at the center of the accusations that the EC is in cahoots or conspiring with the MPP to try and transfer his vote uh, from another you know, constituency to... Uh, I said enough to vote. Well, I've been speaking to the Director of Electoral Services at the Electoral Commission, Dr. Strubo Kweku, about this, and he's challenging the NDC to produce evidence if they have it. Since uh, 2020, we have not even activated the, the icon on the transfer of vote. So no vote body has been transferred since we finished the 2020 elections. The, but if you want to apply for transfer, you apply. No, we have received some applications, right? But no, to the best of my knowledge, nobody has applied for even transfer to Asenot. Nobody. The applications you received, did they include one child, Sopoku? That was it. We have not received that. But you've received some applications? Oh, yes. I, I think we have about 
seven or so, but okay. not to say not. And to the best of my knowledge, we have never transferred votes for by-elections. Because the law is that the application should be done not less than 42 days to an election. And this, this type of elections, 30 days to election. So clearly it cuts off any form of qualification. That's Dr. Siribo Kwaku there, and he is on PM Express later tonight. Catch the full interview. He addressed this extensively. He also addressed the subject of uh, Sami Jinfi, uh, addressed their, their relationship with the NDC. It appears that it's very cordial in private, but antagonistic in public. And he explains why that is the case. Mm. You want to catch the full interview at 9 p.m. on the Journey channel across our social media platforms and on myjoyonline.com. I'll take you to Parliament now where the Minority Chief Whip governs Kwame Agbuja says the newly appointed Chief Justice Getro Tokono must leave a better legacy than her predecessor Kwesi Ininyeboa in terms of justice delivery. Well, the Adaklu MP accused Ininyeboa of uh, presiding over a Supreme Court which made some bad judgments citing the court's decision uh, in the Beth certificate case and the recent Jachikwesen's case as well. And I colleagues to support the, nom- uh, the approval of uh, Justice Tokonu simply because I think she's got what it takes to be a Supreme Court judge. And I am hopeful, Mr. Speaker, that she will be a better Chief Justice than the person she's taking over from. Why do I say this, Mr. Speaker? Under the reign of the outgoing Chief Justice, the level of miscarriage of justice in this country reach a crescendo and must never be repeated and the, the former chief justice must know when she goes he goes home this miscarriage of justice rests on his chest when a Ghanaian cannot do better but let the rulings of the court make sense to the ordinary citizen let the rulings of the court be enforceable mr speaker if we take the ruling of the supreme court as a law it is difficult. It will be difficult for me to approve Justice Tokonu as a Ghanaian because she has no proof beyond this as a, as a citizen of Ghana, Mr. Speaker. But I will leave this to the, the lawyers. But let them understand that they are not God and they are also interpreting this constitution. This constitution makes sense to me. Their rulings must make sense to me, Mr. Speaker. I thank you for the opportunity. Well, they. Deputy, uh, first deputy speaker, wasn't happy uh, with the pronouncements that we've just had there. Joe Sowusu uh, challenged the minority chief whip to criticize the rulings of the judges and not their personality. Uh, ordinarily, I leave it here, but I think it is important for our own records to emphasize one thing. Judges know that as humans they can err, and judges always welcome criticism of their judgment. But when we are critiquing a judgment, it is expected that we will critique the judgment with law, with facts, with alternative argument. We should shy away or move away from just criticizing because we agree or disagree. Otherwise, we give room for um, people to attack the individual judges rather than the judgment. Members are encouraged to feel free to research and bring alternative arguments, legal arguments, to challenge the judges. That is how the law has been developed over the years. And so we should not shy away from criticizing judgments, except that we should demonstrate that the judge either did not look at the particular law, he overlooked something, or he did not interpret the judgment in a particular way. Let's bring in parliamentary correspondent Kweku Asante. Kweku, uh, it wasn't a surprise, was it, uh, that um, the much of the debate focused on the Jatikwesin case. Hayone Adrisu, who is the uh, former minority leader, had something to say about this. Hello, Kweku. Yeah, we may have lost him there. Uh, we'll try and get him back. Uh, Hayone Adrisu has been speaking about this. Even the speaker uh, himself uh, had his own uh, take on the issues, particularly when it comes to attacking judges and critiquing the adjustments and making the separation between both. Uh, Kweku, Harunet Risu was also uh, on his feet on the floor of parliament today, raising issues with the judgment still. Indeed, Evans, the judgment was such a centerpiece of the debate around Justice Tokunu's approval today. He was instructive by saying that judges must know that they are not above reproach, they are not above criticism, and that indeed, his reading of the Dachikwesin case 
the judgment that the Supreme Court put out clearly show that the court erred fundamentally when it held that Jatikwisi's election should be notified. In its opinion, the court must look at some of these issues going forward, and the Chief Justice must be the watchword on this. The Supreme Court is not above the criticisms of the Parliament of Ghana. Indeed, in civilized jurisdictions, and even in Ghana, the Supreme Court or the courts are servants of the legislature. We make the law. They are to interpret the law. That is why we are enjoined not to use language that is ambiguous. When they are interpreting the law, they are supposed to be guided by the words the legislature uses, that members of parliament uses. So nobody should think that freedom of expression is limited only in our bedrooms. And we got a response on that, Boako Salva MP Atacha. Yeah, according to Atacha, if the NDC feels strongly about the judgment of the court and they think it's wrong, then they should apply for a review instead of trying to use parliament as a review chamber. Supreme Court is... You know, the processes of amendment, which we have even the power to initiate. In this house. All right, Speaker, I agree with you that any time we are in this chamber... And then we veer into territories that are not ours, we will make some serious errors. If you pay regard to the, um, um, this decision, which you might want to call it the James, the sequencing decision, we have lawyers of consequence representing this man. That is uh, Mr. Chikata. And therefore, if this decision is wrong in law, we know what to do. This chamber is not a review, a place of what has been decided by the Supreme Court. Mr. Speaker, I am of the humble view that the nominee is a symbol of the power of womanhood. It seems to me that um, in recent times, the power of women have been showcased. We have um, Her Ladyship Georgina Wood, and then an MFA, you are a woman, and so this comes straight into your lap. I've just heard uh, Atacha mentions that the now, you know, the Chief Justice nominee has been confirmed. We're expecting her to be sworn in pretty shortly. But, you know, she's also been unhappy about mm -hmm. something. You know, this year, we've had so many key members of the Supreme Court exiting. So we have the likes of, uh, you know, the Chief Justice in Iboy himself yes. is, is gone. You have the active, acting Chief Justice, uh, Victor James Doche, who's also mm -hmm. leaving uh, tomorrow. Uh, Justice Nenamegache, who has already retired and currently on a six-month extension. The former Chief Justice, Kwesi Iboy, as we've mentioned already. Mm -hmm. uh, so a host of them. Uh, Justice Tokunu, who will be sworn in pretty shortly from what we understand herself, is not happy and is worried about what she says is the attrition rate of the and the good from the Supreme Court? The attrition rate of the great and good from the Supreme Court this year leaves us all with great sadness. But I personally cannot help but feel almost orphaned by the situation as I prepare to serve this nation where their big shoes stood. To lose the help and wisdom of His Lordship Justice Victor Jones Maulongdoche a proud son of Pando, a quintessential example of the beautiful pearl, at a time like this is a big blow, and I know that we shall all miss him very dearly. It is my prayer that our celebration of this distinguished jurist will carry on into our continued service through this institution, as we all strive to emulate his examples of good faith, patriotism, hard work, diligence and devout faith, delivered with constant humor and wisdom through stories from Pando, Commonwealth Hall, and his journeys around the world. Victor Jones Maulam Duche, for the service and for the example you are leaving us with. May the Lord continue to bless you with good health and strength of mind and body and with the love and comfort of family. Uh, but I'm sure you're wondering what uh, Justice Jones Doche will be doing next. He's been telling us. Am I happy or sad that I am going home? 
I think I am really happy because I'm tired. <laughs> what am I going to do? <coughs> First of all, I intend to work with an organization which is called, it's a non-governmental organization, Judicial Watch. I think only Justice Maria Mawusu knows about this. That's my first preoccupation after I've rested for the rest of this year. <laughs> Secondly, I intend to set up a Victoria Doce Memorial Trust Fund to support the girl child education in my mother's hometown, unfortunately. This one I have not discussed with my brother, my brothers, but my mother was fond of education and I have already requested my sister Justice Agnes Doji to be the chair of this trust fund when it is established very soon. Thirdly, I also intend to raise funds to build permanent buildings for the daycare center in Pando, where our late mother was the supervisor from 1960 to 1969. Since then, the said nursery school has not had its own permanent buildings. That nursery was the one Dr. Kanda and my brother Seth attended. And I believe I will call on them to support this worthy cause. Tall list of things. Yeah. He wants to do. I was hoping that he would say that he'll probably travel to go and watch Chelsea and also spend some time. <laughs> with you know, folk, folk. You know, he says those teams are giving him a if lot of trouble. This him, year. Yeah. Traumatized him this year. I'm not sure he would want but, to go. But you know, that. I've had an encounter with him before. I will never forget. He actually became my friend after oh. that encounter. I was a young court reporter mm -hmm. um, back in the day, you know, in court. And one of the days I was in this court, I'm telling this story in public for, for the first, first time. time yeah. and I, was, I was in this court covering one of those very high profile cases. I think it must have been the Tango case. And, you know, accuracy is everything here. And, you know, when he's delivering his judgment and speaking, sometimes you just have to write it down. You might miss it. Because so you can't I, I record. Put, I put my recorder on my lap, right? And I was recording it, you know, secretly. <laughs> and the police officer walked by and saw it and, you know, took it mm -hmm. and went to whisper into his ears and asked him to usher me into the chamber. So he left. And then... I went to meet him behind. Oh my God, I was detained for quite a bit. <laughs> you know, so office was calling me, you know, calling me and he wanted Midday, a story. You know, a story. And news night, I was not coming, you know, what was happening, you know, and then eventually he let me go on the caution and then he became a very good friend of mine indeed. And so, you yeah. saw your real size that day. I saw, exactly. I saw my real size that day. Recently, I was, uh, I was hosting one of the shows uh, for the, you know, judicial and yeah, we had a good laugh Aww. and then chat about it. Yes, so he's a lovely, lovely man. I mean, he is an ardent listener of Joe, of course. Yes, and, and, yes. Um, yeah. We wish him all and, the best. Uh, when you have an encounter him. with him, he always wants to challenge you. He has a great you. sense of humor. Humor very, and very persona. humble. Yeah. Um, and, and very intelligent, actually, very. As, as, as a judge, second to none. Um, all remember him for, you know, create loot and share. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yes, I mean, we wish him all the best. Mm -hmm. Let's do business. Well, coming up <laughs> in business, the bulk oil distributors give some positive outlook for fuel prices of the pumps in the coming weeks. But condition is that as long as the Ghana city remains a fairly stable and group chief executive of EcoBank optimistic IMF program will fast track confidence restoration in the economy. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. When everything worth doing is scheduled, hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning jog. That happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office. Or an arranged virtual meeting with that big client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. 
son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. What is it? Some customers have left. Their mobile money payment didn't come. What? Avoid such payment issues with BluePay. BluePay lets you easily receive payments on your mobile device with no e-levy charges. Simply enter your customer's number and the amount to be paid on your BluePay app. The customer will receive the BluePay prompt to confirm with their PIN instantly. Customers can also pay with bank cards using the BluePay POS device. Call or WhatsApp 054-7220-200 or visit bluepay.com.gh to register and get BluePay for your business today. BluePay, never miss a sale. You're welcome back to Business on News Nights. Now, bulk oil distribution companies have given some fresh assurance that fuel prices will remain stable at the pumps in the coming weeks, as long as the Ghana city remains fairly stable. Now, fresh fights in Russia and Ukraine, as well as moves by the oil exporting giant OPEC to cut a round of fuel prices, have actually ignited concerns that prices could be going up again at the pumps in the coming weeks. But Chief Executive of the Chamber, Dr. Patrick Ogo, for he says we should rather be concerned about the city's stability in the coming weeks. There is a positive outlook, especially from our part of the world, looking at the situation currently happening in China, that they have not really opened up to a full scale, and then also with most of the refineries coming up, coming back from their shutdowns and the U.S. Uh, reserve, the uh, U.S. Uh, policy rate, and other things. It gives a strong indication and a strong confidence that if our city is to continue to perform or remain relatively stable for international prices, we can clearly see that it may come down. And we can also pick up from all indications what uh, currently OPEC, OPEC and its members are trying to do to ensure that the demand has gone down They as much as possible want to cut down supply so that they can still remain a bit uh, competitive and get some hikes in the prices. Dr. Patrick Okofori is chief executive of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distribution Companies. Let's still stay on the sector because oil marketing giant Girl says it expects supply issues at all its service stations to normalize by tomorrow. The development affected product availability with some linking it to fuel shortage on the market. But speaking to Joy Business after the company's annual general meeting today, Group Chief Executive Kwame Oseprempe noted that all the issues have been resolved. In the first, there were some challenges at the CDM. There were crisis, so we couldn't uh, discharge our cargoes 
as fast as should be. But then when they were able to discharge, there were some challenges in the loading section. That's what accounted for that. As at now, we have enough quantities to satisfy the market. So in fact, I normally we even supply 2.4 million a day on the market. Yesterday at management meeting, we decided to move it to 2.5 million so that we make sure that this situation is normalized once and for all. Group Chief Executive of Guel Kwame Osei Now, former Minister of Finance, Tepe, has indicated that there is no need to institute new laws to check the country's rising debt. Now, this follows government's plan to amend the Fiscal Responsibility Act to try and limit the amount of debt its administration can borrow. Mr. Tepe tells Joe Business there are already laws in place to check the rising debt and government's expenditure. I would like to know from the government, you know, documents, if it is a memorandum of economic and financial policy, I'm afraid I'm saying that we do have the provisions. They are already in the Fiscal Public Financial Management Act, which was passed in 2016, Act 921. And in fact, the Budget Responsibility Act, which you mentioned, is actually an extract from the financial, what we call the uh, PFME. You know, so mm. yes, there is a need for tightening. There's a need for tightening the rules, but not just, it's not just about debt. You know, as I said, your debt is, is from borrowing, and the borrowing is from your deficit, and your deficit is from revenue minus expenditure. And this is the purpose of the Public Financial Management Act, to cover all this in one law, which you know amended the, F, the FAA, Financial Administration Act. So uh, what we need is a comprehensive you know, approach to managing our fiscal. Former Minister of Finance, Seth Tepe, now Group Chief Executive of Ecobank, Jeremy Awari, is optimistic that the IMF program will help in restoring confidence in the economy. This comment is coming ahead of the IMF staff visit to town to track Ghana's program and embark on stakeholder engagement. Mr. Awari tells Jeb Business they are looking forward to a stabilized environment that will support banks in the country. We remain hopeful that, that Ghana can really get back onto its feet. I mean, it was obviously uh, quite unfortunate uh, what happened when we went through the, the Ghana debt situation that we did. But we're quite encouraged by the dialogue between the Paris Club and the Chinese, the dialogue between the government and the IMF and the World Bank. And we, we fundamentally believe that uh, the Ghanaian economy, you know, will, will rebound. The question is, is just how quickly. We really hope that it's quick, that it's quick the confidence returns. Uh, and we as a bank are one of the biggest banks in Ghana and are committed to our customers to growing that business and we still see a lot of exciting opportunities but we operate within the framework of the economy itself and we need that to you know really to to bounce back and we'll be there to support the the, the government and players as we do so. Group Chief Executive of Ecobank, Jeremy Awari. Now, banking consultant Notary Champion has described as prudent proposals to increase the minimum capital requirement for commercial banks in Ghana. The Bank of Ghana has asked banks to submit their recapitalization plans by September this year. Notary Champion maintains that the current challenges facing the economy warrants the Bank of Ghana's action. If your capital has fallen below the buffer level and is giving you then five, six months to look at plans to uh, boost it up, actually you've got up to three years to do that. But doesn't mean that, uh, I think it's a trick where once you submit your plans, what should be out of the window will be dividend payment. Mm. Because for, for the three years, unless you are able to say that you've got up to the buffer level, and you've met all conditions, you are not allowed to pay dividend. Mm. And so uh, it's, it's a way of getting banks to really boost their capital before they start paying dividends. The no, Dewey Champon is a banking consultant. Let's turn our attention to the stock market. And shares of MTN Ghana continues to increase on the market. It was up by nine pesos to close at one Ghana City, 19 pesos. Enterprise Group shares went down marginally and is now worth two cities, 41 pesos. And that's all for business on Newsnight. Back to you, Evans and MF. And we are still searching for the correct pronunciation. Is it Doche or Doche? You heard the man. It says Doche. Okay. Doche. Okay. Let's do some messages before we go to sports. And uh, MF, this is to you. Uh, It says good evening (laughs) to you and your cherished listeners. It's amazing. Uh, Contractors who 
uh, <laughs> abandoned road projects in Asin North of all, the sadly re reappeared electorates in Asin North uh, must demonstrate to this government that they are not voting machines. Well, that's from Mike Bay. We have this one from Papa. He says, no one can speak up in GH. I mean, how is this the human rights lawyer's country? What a shame. I, I guess he's referring to what we did on Top Story. And then Kofi Seidu says, the people of Asin North should punish the NPP for trying to hoodwink them with projects which have been long abandoned for almost two years by the same government. Uh, we have this one also from Musa Abatwa in Aswasi. He says the massive projects happening at Asin North simply because of the by-elections a slap on the face of the people of Asin North. They should punish them by voting massively for <laughs> James Echequesin. And Abuchi Philip in Keta says votes buying can't win Asin North constituency seat. And a final one uh, from Senna says NPP party must forget upcoming Asin North by-elections. Some of your messages that you've sent via WhatsApp. Let's do sports. Mr. Cranting is in the studios. Hello. Hi, Mafa. Hi, Evans. Um, would you follow me to Saudi anytime soon? <laughs> Looks like that's when he's moving to. Just tell me who, who should I kill to, to come along? I'll, I'll, I'll text you by close on day tomorrow. It's too, tomorrow is too, too long. It's too long. Let's do it now, right after here. <laughs> Let's go straight into the sports. And the sports is brought to you by Pepsodent Herbal and Charcoal. Pepsodent, every smile matters. Now, the former Western Regional FA chairman, Kojo Yanka, has accused the GFA president, Keto Kriko, of destroying the unity within the Ghanaian football community. Yanka, who this week declared his intention to contest the GFA presidency, is of the opinion that the current FA boss has stepped on one too many tools during his tenure. He made these claims in an exclusive interview with Joy Sports. When he was elected, uh, he said something. And a lot of the football people were not happy. And up to now, he said he cannot work with his enemies. And a lot of the football people are not happy. Uh, in view of that, people are not even interested in going to the ethics. The love we used to have, we share things together, we argue together, it's no more. That is why we have to look at that particular problem to bring us back again. You had the former Western Regional FA chairman, Kojo Ianka, speaking there. That's it for sports. But Evans, you know, Lionel Messi, yes, he's heading to Inter Miami. Inter Miami? Yeah. Oh, he didn't go to Saudi? Yeah, the one man who said no to Saudi. How much is he taking there? Um, figures are not yet. I know, yeah, okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. Now, due to the lack of furniture, three to four children are forced to share a desk that is only meant to hold two. Alternatively, they must crouch, kneel, sit on stones or lie down to learn. And that's a story in many parts of the country. In the final episode of season two of Ghana's Schools of Shame, Jojo Kobana visited the Christian Heritage School in the Tatali district of the northern region and reports that the children are desperate for the government to provide them with furniture. Rainy season. Rainy season. Rainy season. The Christian Heritage School in the Tatali district of the northern region has inadequate furniture, so the children sit on stones and blocks to study. Some of the children simply lie down if they start to feel uncomfortable. They become playful, dirty and sometimes occasionally nod off on the bare floor. Research from the Ghana Education Service in the Northern Region shows only 33.6% of children at the kindergarten level have school furniture. The data also shows that 56% of primary school children do not have furniture. It is almost the norm to be without school furniture. For kindergarten enrollment currently stands at 881. And of that number, we have 52,643, and that is 33.6%. So, in total, about 104,238 children are currently under pension with somebody. On the, the total furniture deficit in the northern region alone stands at 321,116. Olivia Chemame is in her early teens. She is unwilling to sit on the bare floor at this point in her adolescence. She wants the government to stock her school with enough furniture. After sitting on stones and blocks for long hours, you start to develop sores on your buttocks because the surface is quite rough. You feel very uncomfortable and unable to pay attention and learn. 
We park about three to four blocks before we sit. If you get up abruptly, the blocks may fall on your toes and you would even get hit. We are pleading with government to come to our aid. Lack of school furniture is just one of the many challenges in her school. Studies are conducted under simple sheds which are thatch roofed without walls. Teachers say the children are subjected to the whims of the weather. When during Hamatan time, it will be there, then the wind will blow dust onto ourselves. The whole class will now be very, very dusty. So writing or looking on the board becomes a challenge. Anytime it rains in the morning, that means teaching and learning cannot take place because all the decks will be wet. So sometimes when it's raining in the morning, like this, it will become so sad, both the learners and the teachers. It rained the day after Joy News finished filming and departed Tatale. The personnel there filmed and sent videos to show what they had been complaining about. But that is not all. Sometimes reptiles invade classrooms, disrupting class sessions. My name is Mame Bisendra. Snakes invade our classrooms and we run away. We want government to help us. Big snake or small snakes? The big ones and the small ones. Jojo Kobna with that report. Final episode in our season two of Ghana's Schools of Shame. Look out for season three. But let's focus on Ga cleaning Ghana and the campaign team. We're out today and officials of the New Plan Station face possible charges of violating environmental rules after the Clean Ghana team discovered an illegal connection of waste from the station directly into the Koli Lagoon. My colleague Prince Owuswansa was with the team. Here's his report read to you. Problem. No, no but so, we, so take, we are only uh, against uh, you. Small, uh, this is the head of welfare at the new plant station at Accra Circle, Al Hassan Kasim, refuting allegations of violating environmental rules. Even if not today, I don't even know the AMA sanitation team charged the management of new plant station for disregarding environmental regulations by opening the charging feces into the Koli Lagoon. Innovate the septic tank. Thank you for your Okay, so you leave. I got it. You leave. Yeah. So we'll give notice to that effect. No problem. The soak pit receiving effluent has a direct connection to the Koli Lagoon, resulting in the contamination of the water body. George Lawson is the district environmental officer for the Blakuma South Submetro. They are discharging effluent into the water body, that's the Kole Lagoon. And by so doing, they pollute the lagoon. He asked the task force team to shut down the washroom that serves as a facility for many travelers and market women. So it's been shut down now, mm -hmm. uh, at least uh, Joy Clean Ghana campaign is working, um, getting some results as well. We'll focus on the climate now and um, with less than seven years um, to the deadline set by the United Nations for the attainment of the Sustainable Development Goal 13 on climate action. It appears Ghana is yet to fully implement laws enshrined in Act 917. My colleague Carlos Caloni finds out in today's episode of Climate Focus and half a such burning of used or sports lorry ties has become a big business here in Ghana. Here at Ashaiman, this crab dealers explain to Joy News what goes into the business. The ties, we get it from organizers who burn it and, I mean, sell the, the wares in it. You know, when you burn it, you see wares in, in The EPA hardly gets to know whether we are burning it or where we burn it because we don't burn it in the daytime. Sometimes we burn it 1 or even 2 p.m. We know we are not protecting them. But the, the only thing we can do is to, I mean, burn it. One third of our patients, including toddlers who visit this facility, have varying forms of respiratory conditions that could be linked to increased air pollution. Based on the number of cases we see in a day, at least you see about one third of clients coming with upper respiratory tract infections. And I mean, it ranges from kids one year and above. Meet 37-year-old Roland Aja Eyim. 
not his real name. The doctor told me I have asthma, which was caused by the smoke I was inhaling from the arteries that is being burned. What strategies can the country deploy under the current circumstances? Professor Daniel Trefo of University of Ghana is an environmental economist. Having a formal recycling plant, and then they will be able to recycle it in a more environmentally sustainable way. Well, I don't know if you did the literature in school, but um, as part of our, you did, eh? Mm-hmm. Which of the books did you read? Me, Romeo I didn't. and Juliet. Me, I'm a science student. Her husband so has gone. Her husband Why would it be Romeo and Juliet? Why would it be Romeo and Juliet? Well, um, there are those who read No Nuts uh, from the book Diplomatic Pounds and Other Stories. That's from Amma Ataidu, the late. Akofajani brings us extracts of how the late author describes Ghanaian funerals in her piece. Half of the time, we don't even know who is dead, but we'll be there anyway. We would know the disease. He would be my aunt's husband's uncle on his father's side, or my best friend's best friend's brother-in-law, or some such remote connection, and then move on to the next major business of the day, which is serious jollification. We sing, we dance, we drink, we eat, then we go back to our homes to wait for the next funeral. Dancing our way out of here <laughs> with the national signs and maths quiz. And Brekum Methodist Senior High and Technical School will finally have a field of the national competition later this year. Listen to their interaction with Manuel Bright Kweku. Congratulations to you guys. I know it hasn't been easy. This is your first time qualifying to the national stage. How, how does that make you feel? How does that make you I'm feeling so... Oh, I, I don't even know how to explain this. Were you expecting to actually win a contest? Because This year is our year. This year? Nationals. Coming to Nationals. So... So, 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 what should we expect from you coming to the 100%, national? 100%. 100%. We should do it. You should tell them that you are coming. But somebody would argue that um, given your performance, you had 16. If, if, if we have won with two points, Krana, we still have been there. We are going to improve it. I realized when you answered the last um, riddle, you knew, yes, we are done with it. How, how was that feeling? Answering last question to win. In fact, it wasn't easy. They'll be um, featuring on the national stage in the National Science and Mass Quiz. We'll see. They'll come up against a setting school in a Volta region called Ola. And which will be through. taken out by already a setting school in the central which region called um, Westlake. Oh, Have you been there? Yeah. <laughs> We've been there already. You know, you know I love you, but I saw this one. <laughs> you walk alone. You walk alone. You walk alone in this one. Um, listen, a strong and sassy is up next. Yes, you're, yes, you're, yes. You're yes. talking about something. So really I want to ask MFI a question. So MFI. I need to 